Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today I'm going to be having a guest on this episode. His name is David David Muntford, and he has been on the podcast before. And I highly suggest you look up the episode. This is episode 13, and he discusses how he went through a really dark place. He had pornography addiction. He was depressed. He was living a life that did not suit him and a life that he did not grow up living. It was very different from the life that he grew up living. And in this episode, he's going to talk about how he is a godly man and how he's a Christian and how God has helped him and saved him. And he has a lot of great information about God, about the Bible, and how you can help yourself through God if you are struggling. I hope you enjoy. So, hey guys, um, my name is David. I am... I'm involved in a Christ Center recovery group, so I'm going to open up with that with with that introduction. How we do every week. Uh, I'm a hi, I'm David, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, who has struggled with oh my gosh, so many forms of, of emotional issues, so many forms of sexual addiction issues, so many forms of just life's hurts, habits, and hangups that. If my my walk and my relationship with Christ would not be as strong as it is today, I would not be the person who I who I've come to who I've grown to be in the last eight years of coming back to Christ and building a a honest relationship with Christ. And I think it was in Oh goodness, it was the summer of 2012. I don't know, I can't remember exactly what, what month it was, but that is um, where I had my, like my birthday of becoming a true Christian and asking Jesus into my heart in 2012. In the last eight years, everything I thought I knew growing up, growing up in church, because I grew up in church. I mean, I have DNA of Church of God, um, the church of God denomination run through my bone marrow. I, everything I thought I knew growing up, I didn't. I kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I know that, I know that. But it wasn't. It wasn't until I fully re- uh, released everything to God and accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior that I learned every. I've learned everything that I didn't know, or I, I really learned it into a more relationship. Um, aspect of my life and how to rely on him every day. Okay. So you grew up as a Christian. Do you feel that growing up as a Christian, you like understood what was going on, um, what you were learning? Like, did you understand the importance of a relationship with God or was it more of just something like you identified with? Like you did it, you did the steps and you just said, I'm a Christian, but maybe you didn't like completely understand it yeah I, I think I think that's what it was because like I like I said I, I mean growing up in it that's who I was I mean that's what I thought I had to do that's who I thought I had to be and I didn't really I, I, I didn't really realize that 
you could have your own personal relationship with him because I thought I, I'm in a Christian home then that makes me a Christian. Uh, it makes me who I am. My, my grandparents were uh, strong into Christian. My great-grandfather was a church of God preacher. So, hey, I'm, that's who I am. That, that's kind of what I identified as. I didn't realize that um, every time when they said, do you want to accept Christ, they were meaning as a, pers- as a personal relationship. Or if I did, I just said it because everybody else was doing it. I was like, hey, everybody else is doing it. I guess I'll do it. I was kind of doing the almost, I guess in a way, almost peer pre- the peer pressure part of it, or everyone else is doing it. I guess I'll do it. What, what's it going to hurt? And I didn't realize that I needed my own relationship with him, and I needed that I could openly talk to him openly and on a personal relationship. Okay. And so what happened in your life? Um, I know you've been on the podcast before and we've talked about uh, a lot of things. So what happened in your life where you were really pulled away from God and then brought back to him? Kind of not, not to reinvent the wheel or kind of repeat what I said before, but I think what, and I've, I've really thought about this since, since a podcast before and every other podcast I've been on, um, I think what kind of drew me away or made me walk away was I got to the point at age of 25 where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of living the way God says. I'm tired of living what my parents say. I'm tired of not ever having the opportunities to just live my life how I want to live and do what I want to do and go to a party if I want to go to a party or I mean or if if friends want to go hang out at 10 o'clock at night or want to go go to a club at 10 o'clock at night hey I'm at home because that's what my curfew was let's go do it so I that's what kind of got me that i I always say God pushed me away, or I've said I thought God pushed me away. God never pushed me away. My parents never pushed me away. I I, I pulled myself away from it because I was like I didn't live that way. I couldn't live that way. I'm at I'm I'm old enough now. I'm a man now. I can do what I want to do, and no one's going to stop me. So let's go. Let let's let's dive off the deep end and and do things that I never had the opportunity to do. Because the person I had moved in with um, didn't really um, say no, didn't really say, uh, I don't think this is smart. You, you, you know, you're not, you shouldn't be doing this. They're like, okay. They didn't even try to stop me. They just let me live my life. They just, we just did stuff to get, we just did stuff that neither, um, that we probably knew weren't right, but we didn't care. We just went ahead and did it. And I, I lived that way for five years. And then I, what brought me back is in 2010, I had to move back in with my parents after the, uh, the person I was living with asked me to move out. And that, that, that kind of pushed me to have to figure out, okay, what am I gonna do now? Because I had to move back in with my parents well, my parents were still strong Christians. My parents still went to church. I'm back in their house. I can't, I can't, 
I cannot not go to church because they're not going to take that. They're not going to accept that. I'm going to have to do something. I have to go to church. I'll have to, because I'm living under their roof and I, I still respected my parents and hey, that's what they said we do. So I guess I have to go back into that, that, um, that authority of this is what we do. This is, this is where I'm at now. I'm back to under the, I'm back to their uh, authority. I'm back to their rules. And that was the rules of the house. So when did it go from, you were just following the rules of the house, following what felt like you were supposed to be doing kind of thing to like you wanting to have a relationship with God? Like when did you get that like connection or that, um, I guess bond or, you know, that happened in 2012 where, um, during all those five years that I was, I was in the deep end or in the dark or not living the right way, I guess you want to say, I was having coffee with a mentor that I had that still to this day, I hadn't talked to him lately because of COVID and everything's been crazy. But he stuck by me through everything, and we were having coffee one day at a coffee shop uh, downtown, and we were talking about we were talking about some things of of how I had I moved back in with my parents. I had come out of all that dark time, and he he knew he knew what he he had known what was going on. And he looked at me sitting across the table one day and said, have you ever personally accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? I was like, like, John, you know, I have, I mean, he was my youth pastor. I was like, you know, I did like maybe at, at in youth group or at church or at, at um, uh, summer camps or um, churches. He's like, no, have you ever personally accepted Christ? I was like, I, I, kind of kept going on that he went now stop if you've said all that if you've done all that then honestly you have not ever truly accepted christ as your personal lord and savior i was like but i went to the altar i know i prayed he said no that that's not that's not that's that's different than, than just going to the altar and saying it so uh, in 2012 while we we're having coffee he actually asked me it, we he's like would you want to accept today since you i guess have never really accepted i was like sure i was like it's at the point in my life where things had to change i had to get things cleaned up in my life so i um i accept i truly accepted christ in 2012 and literally as I don't know if it was like immediately after, but I remember shortly after I started reading verses in the Bible or hearing things in the Bible, I was like, oh, that's totally different. Oh, wow. That's what that means? Oh, that's, that's what that story means? I never, I never knew, I never really ingested the word. As or never really knew that there was meat to it. I always thought, hey, this is a Bible story. This is what I heard in Sunday school or children's church or my parents said. I just thought they were stories. I never realized there they there was true meat to it and true just relationship 
there with Christ in every and all the points in the in the Bible were for at some point I've I've read so many verses that I'm like I've read it so many times and heard it so many times, but when I hear when you kind of hear it for that very first time, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that, or I didn't realize that it had that much meaning or that much, I could apply that to my life so much. And there's been so, gosh, there's been so many verses that when I read them or I'm having a bad day or I'm struggling with something, I rely back on it. And I'm like, I, it gets me through the day and it makes me realize that all God wants, the whole time I was living that way or the whole time I've gone through everything, God, God was always there standing, standing beside me. He was always there for me. He didn't want me to struggle. All I had to do was ask him to help. But he, in in ways, he gives free will. He's like, well, you can do it. I don't know how it's going to work out for you. We'll see how it works out for you. But he was always there for me, even through those, even through those dark times. He was always there. And I didn't, I didn't really realize it until I fully accepted Christ and I fully gave everything up and I forgave myself for everything I did. Once I did that, I have, it's been, it, it's been a blast this last eight years to, to come back and relearn everything I thought I knew when I didn't really know anything. Okay. Um, I have a question, but first, I think your speaker, are you, are you just talking into the computer or is it on your, um, headphone, your speaker? It's on my headphone. I think it might be rubbing against your shirt or something because I hear, I can hear you, but there's also like a scratchy noise. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was going to ask, did you, so you said you forgive your, you forgave yourself. Um, did you ask for forgiveness from God just out of curiosity? It did, but that took, gosh, that took, un, let's see, that took, this is 2020. That honestly took up until, gosh, that probably took until 20, i trying to think, gosh. So I fully forgive myself. That probably took till about 2017, 2018 to finally forgive myself because I I didn't think I really needed to and I didn't think I um, had to forgive myself. But once I once I finally forgave myself and released all that all that hurt that I had been carrying around for so long. It it was like a load of bricks just lifted off of me, and I was like, I I forgave myself for everything I went through. I forgave myself for because I kind of blamed everybody else for pushing me away when no one else pushed me away but myself, and I couldn't. I could never. I didn't realize I had I had not forgiven myself until about two or three years ago. And you asked God to forgive as well. Yes. Yeah. Did you do that um, during the same time that you forgave yourself, or did you do that before? I think I did that before. 
I did that before. Mm-hmm. I did that before, and I, I knew God had forgiven me, but I could never forgive myself. And it wasn't until one of the one of the lessons at uh, Celebrate Recovery, which is a Christ Center recovery group, I'm involved in and will be involved in until until the day I die. I'm a lifer in the group. It wasn't until we one of the lessons um, is on forgiveness, and it was when I had heard that lesson. I don't know again for about the seventh or eighth time that it finally clicked. You need to forgive yourself. You, you've been holding on to this unforgiveness for too long. You need to forgive yourself. You need to, don't don't keep beating yourself up for everything you did. And don't, don't, don't continue believing the lie that you don't need to forgive yourself because that's what I had. That's what I, that's what I believed. I believed I, I didn't need to forgive myself. I, I believed there was no reason for, to forgive me because it was everybody else's fault, which when honestly it was, my fault. I had a part to play in it too. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. So you didn't forgive yourself for so long because you kind of didn't feel like um, you were, (laughs) sorry, my cat's intruding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You didn't feel that you were held accountable basically by yourself. Um, I love the forgiveness prayer inside the Bible um at the well i don't know where it is in every bible i guess i don't know are all bibles look the same like mine has like the old testament and then the new testament yes yeah yeah so at the like kind of the end but it's like in the beginning of the new testament the um forgiveness prayer it talks about how like you should forgive others um if because if god is going to forgive you then you should forgive others and i feel like that also can um, relate to forgiving yourself almost almost definitely yeah and it was when i it's like in in that verse it's like i've heard that verse so many times before and i'm like oh that's what that means i can forgive myself too and it's when i finally forgave myself then everything else started started clicking i was like okay that's why i held on to that that's why that happened that's why that happened that's why that happened. It just started, everything started clicking. It's like the puzzle piece. I started finding the pieces of the puzzle that had been lost for so many years. And it all started putting it together. I'm like, wow, okay. I, 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 I can see where I'm at. I can see where, I can see what God had for me all along. And it didn't, I never realized that. I never realized that he had that for me. I never realized, like, we had a uh, financial meeting with our financial coach Saturday, and we were looking back on the last four years of our finances and everything that we have relied on God, everything that we have, we have been doing has all because we have been faithful to God. We've been faithful to what he's taught us. We've been faithful to what he's brought us through. And like, we have a house now, we have two cars that, run really well we have but we both have jobs that are great jobs and it's all because we lied on him and we didn't we kept following his word and we trusted him through everything we didn't lose trust yeah you had faith we had faith do you intentionally include god in everything in your life yes because i i know 
I know what the five years I did not have him in my life, what it was. And now that I see that he has been in my life for, he has been back in my life for the last eight years and where I've come, I couldn't do, I couldn't do it without him. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't wake up. I couldn't be as successful I am with my job or I couldn't be, I would not have had these opportunities to share my story or share my, my testimony with so many people um, on LinkedIn or on different platforms or even at work. And people like at one time we were meeting before all this COVID stuff, we were having, we were having some Bible studies at Panera Bread. We would sit there and openly talk, talk about things. People would walk by and was like, and kind of, kind of look at what we're doing, and we're just openly having a Bible study out, out there. I didn't care, so I'm hoping to one day be able to get back to doing that because I, I love, I, I even if it's just like I'm on a, I'm on a morning devotional with Melanie Ake. Uh, during the week, it's kind of hard for me to get on and because going to work and everything. But when I'm off there, I get on a morning devotional with Melanie Ake and a bunch of other people from LinkedIn. And we have, we talk about, we're going through, I think, the book of numbers right now, which is whew, so confusing. It's so not a, not a fun book to learn. But we have discussions about it. And every day I get off of it, I'm like, I need it today. And that helps me get through it. And now I've got the Uversion app on my phone. When I'm having a rough day at work, I'll pull up the Bible on my phone and I'll start, I'll start reading the Bible at work. And I'll find something to help me get through the day. What is the book of numbers? I've never heard of that. Oh, I, I, I'd advise you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a very, very... It's, I don't even know how to explain it because I am so not theological and, and it, it, it's a lot of, a lot of, oh goodness, I don't even know how to explain it. It's so, so confusing at times because it says, well, this family had this many people, this, this, this family had this many people. And it, it's, it's not one, it's not one to just pick up and read because it's so confusing and so not not an interesting book to read is it kind of like in the old testament where they talk about like this person like these two people had and then they name like 10 children yes it, that's exactly what it is <laughs> that's, that's exactly exactly what it is Okay. So it's more of a historical book of like, okay, this is this, this is this this built this, and they had this many sheep, this many cows, this many doves. It's like, okay, I don't really care about that. I know. I kind of catch myself when I'm um, reading the Bible and I get to points like that. I'll catch myself like skipping over it and then I go back because I'm like, I really don't want to skip parts of it because I could accidentally skip something that's important. And also like maybe some of this information, like maybe not every name is important for me to know, but like maybe the name will come up again. So I totally get that though because I'm like, 
yeah, I'll like, I'll be like, oh, it's just a bunch of names, skip. And then I'll look at like the last sentence and be like, okay, actually there was something there I need to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So what would you say to people that are struggling and even if they're not struggling, but they're spiritually trying to figure out what they're doing, like, do you have any advice for either or people that are struggling or people that are trying to figure out spiritually where they're at? Man, that is such a loaded question because I've been on, I've been on both sides of that, that I, I guess for the, the people that are struggling is, um, I, I'm trying to think how to phrase how to, how I want to put this because this is, is it because I've been there. I think when you're struggling, don't give up and don't don't think that God doesn't have you in his hands or doesn't 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 care about you or whatever you've done you think oh well God's going to judge me because of what I've done no he's not going to judge you he's not going to he's not going to say oh well you just you just drank a 12 pack of beer i can't you can't be you can't be my child bye or kind of dust you off and say, I forget, I don't, I don't care about you. It's, it's to the point when you're struggling, that's the biggest time where we need to rely on God. That's the biggest, that's the most important time because all we got, all we have to say is, all we have to do is call out his name. Just call out Jesus. That's all we got to do. If you're struggling, if you're having a hard day, if you're having a, if you're having a rotten month, all you gotta say is Jesus, and He's there. He's there for you. He's there listening for you. He's there to pick you up. And I've heard it. I've heard it said before um, about the the poem. Uh, uh, was it two footprints in the sand? I've I've realized God was carrying me. I can look back and say God was carrying me through those times. He He knew He knew what I was doing. He knew what I was going through. He was there for me. I may not have seen him. I may not have known he was there, but he had me in his hands and he helped me get through everything that I did. And on the other, the other side is the same way. It's just, just kind of just rely on God every single day. When you have a relate, if you have a relationship with him, if you have a, if you have a strong relationship with him, even if you don't have a real strong relationship with him, just realize he's there for you and he's he's gonna help you no matter what. He's not gonna judge us. He's not gonna just stop loving us. He's gonna be there to help us every 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 day, every day and all day. Okay. And also do you have advice on how people can have a stronger relationship with God or even just have a relationship at all with God? Um, find a good group of people. If you're, if you're, if you're weak in your relationship with God or you're kind of, if you're, even if you're new, find a, find a group of people that you can be, 
open and honest with and just talk to and don't think that ever that everybody's going to judge you because if you if because i've come across some people that i thought okay they're going to be health they're going to be safe people they're going to be healthy people but then they started judging me find somebody different find somebody to talk to reach out to me if you're if you're struggling reach out to me i'd love to talk to you i'd love to have just have a conversation about where i've been or how i can help you and say and just help you through this because we all need somebody that's that we can just talk to that we can just have an open and honest relationship or conversation with because that's what that's that's been the biggest oh goodness that has been the biggest help for me this last eight years is finding people that i can just be open and honest with and say hey i'm struggling today can we talk or can we can we just can we get a cup of coffee you don't have to have an agenda you don't have to pour out your heart and soul to them just find somebody that you can talk to and you can say hey i'm struggling with this or i don't i've read this in the bible i don't understand this in the bible can you explain this to me can we can you make it where i can understand it because i've had to do that sometimes because yeah i grew up in church yeah I've, I've i've never read the bible front to cover in my life but there's still times in my life I'll, I'll be i'll read something i'm like okay what did that just say and i have to read it over and over a couple times and then if i don't understand i'll call somebody and be like hey i don't really get this can you help me can you explain this to me a little bit more so find somebody you can talk to and you can that would help you out okay do you have any other last words that you would like to say or anything you think, um, any advice or anything you'd like to share? Um, um, if you're not, if you don't have a strong relationship with Christ or you don't have, or you're, you're kind of new to it, just keep going every day because I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I'm at today or I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel open and free and, so forgiven to be able to do this because i mean i wouldn't be where i'm at today if christ wasn't in my life uh if i didn't have a group of people i could talk to or if i if i didn't if i didn't know if i hadn't seen where i was and where i've come back to and a good a good example for my life is about the prodigal son where he thought he he grew up in a very wealthy family but he got to the point where he said okay i'm done with it i want to go live my life his dad said fine go live your life we'll see how it goes and then he came back and his father, his his dad opened his arms to him that's what god wants god's there waiting waiting to accept you back in and he his arms are wide open to embrace you and he's going to love on you no matter where you've been no matter what you've done no matter if you've been a christian for five minutes or 50 years he's going to love you no matter what you've done so just just remember god always loves you and god is always there for you okay thank you where can people find you um right now they can find me on linkedin um I haven't, I've kind of scaled back a little bit because 
thing. I was on it too much and I felt like I was, that was kind of consuming me, but I'm still on LinkedIn every once in a while. And also, um, I have released my own podcast. It is uh, called Seeing Red with David Munford. And that is, uh, once I once I realized what the color red meant, it, it kind of was like everything that I've always wanted my life to be was exactly what, what the color red is. So they can, they can follow me on my podcast and I'll kind of my podcast is kind of what this is, just having open and honest conversations with people about, I don't know, the Bible to one of the last podcasts I released was uh, one of my friends struggled with panic attacks. So we talked about his struggles with panic attacks. I'm about to have um, actually his daughter on and she's, uh, let's see, I think she's 22 and my master uh she's working on her master's degree in family counseling so i'm gonna have her on my podcast and we're just going to talk about how people age uh around 22 to 25 how they are struggling how they're dealing with life now because that's exactly the age that i kind of went all started my i kind of started backsliding or going off deep end and i want to know how people how people that age I want to give them a voice to talk and I want to give them a platform to say, Hey, this is what we're struggling with. I want people, I want people to hear their stories and how they can, how they're dealing with things right now. So they can talk, follow me on my, my podcast. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to listen to it. I haven't had time. I haven't been listening to podcasts lately, but um, I did subscribe and I do plan to listen to it sometime soon. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, right. I, I thought, I thought my, my Zoom has been my Zoom's been freezing. The last, I was like every couple times I'm on Zoom for some weird reason, it's it freezes. So I thought it froze on me. Oh, okay. You just looked like your facial expression looked uh, like you hadn't you hadn't heard me or something. So no, I did. I, I was like, did it just freeze again? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I always enjoy talking to you and I'm really glad that you have been on the podcast again. And I think that's all I have for today for questions. I love your story. Um, and when I post, when I publish this podcast and post it on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and whatnot, I'll also, um, post a link to the other podcast we did because it kind of goes into more depth of where you were at. Um, it talks, it talks more about your struggles, I guess I could say. Yeah. And I've had, and after the, the last podcast that we did, as soon as we, I think as soon as that one hit came out, people heard it. They're like, holy moly's you were real. That is, you were raw. I was like, hey, that's what I wanted to be. I want people to hear it. And people are loving that I was that open and honest about my last podcast. So everybody, if you want to hear the other side of my journey, check out that podcast because you'll hear a totally different, totally different story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great story and it just shows how far you've come. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I think we're all set here. Okay. Thank you so much. And I will be in touch. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag create your earth life podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to David and I talk. Um, I think he has a great story and I think his story has a lot more information to it. And if you want to know the struggles that he has gone through, the opposite of what he's going through right now, um, which are his life is pretty great right now. He said it's been, you know, a complete turnaround of how he lived it for a while. Then check out episode 13. And like I said at the beginning, he discusses pornography addiction, depression, and living a life that did not suit him. And I hope this episode helped you, guided you. And if you have any information you would like to share on the podcast, if you have a testimony, if you would like to share your experiences with God, with the Bible, even um, if you want to share an experience from uh, new age practices that encouraged you or inspired you to start reading the Bible and realize um, the new age practices are just a little twist of what the Bible says. Um, please feel free to contact me. My Instagram is evolving period writer, W-R-I-T-E-R period Janessa, J-E-N-A-S-A. And I hope you guys have the best day ever.